0: Love Talk Radio Six Man, man Radio man, 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 man. You say you want me to
1: stay Home Tonight Well girl then I say okay If it's what You want then I'll be With you You know what Let me stop
2: I gotta go because right now I'm about to tune in to P D Radio and get booed up with Miss P D and listen to my guy Black. My name is RL, Mr. Butler love himself. Keep it locked. P D. Radio. <laughs> P D radio.
0: Radio. Radio. radio, radio. So crazy right now. if you get hold up in, you know, hold on to it, you
1: know. So crazy right now. Most incredibly, I'm a rider. And I'm a roller. Put us together. How they gonna stop old I'm asking the gas. She's grabbing the wheel. It's trippy and hard. She rides. All right, yo. On PD Radio. Now you go going down. PD radio, 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 radio. Keep it
0: locked. PD Radio. <laughs>
1: Ho 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 ho!
0: Ha ho, ho, ho,
3: One bank about Mary J. Blige, get to know you better And the other one by Faith Evans, ain't nobody And tonight we excitedly shine our creative artist spotlight on the author known as Untamed Now all month long we've been playing her commercial on the show to get you guys ready for her interview tonight And tonight we actually sit down and discuss her novel, Never Again No More So I'm looking forward to that She'll be coming up in just a few minutes And during the second half of our show, we will be joined by Silly Movers and Shakers, the artist known as Trail Mac, and joined by his partner of their label, SKE Records. Cue the question. We'll get to find out about how these two are making their impact on the music scene, one city at a time. And this is how we do it on PD Radio. So, what's going on? You ammed up for tonight's Full House? We got a Full House tonight.
4: Oh, I'm ready, man! I cannot wait. It's been a crazy weekend, you know.
3: Yes, it has. Got a
4: couple pounds on me, you know. Just, uh, <laughs> Is Yeah, you know the barbecue was crazy. Speaking of barbecues,
3: so, how how was your Memorial Day?
4: It was sweet. I mean, I can't complain. Um,
0: you know, mm-hmm. a,
4: a little barbecue etiquette, you know, went went down, but uh, you know, <laughs> Is that too right? crazy. I had a little, you know, you guys ever have a little Nino Brown moment where you just,
0: you know you, got, you,
4: you know, you the chef, you know, you cooking it up, and then you got to walk away from the grill, and then somebody not watching <laughs> the flame properly, you know what I'm saying, you know, uh, come on now, come on. Tell me about so it, what the with grill. the flame? I don't know, you know, I, hey, all I know is I turn around, <laughs> and the flame is just crazy, so, you know, I come back to the grill, I'm like, what you you tell me, I do
1: motherfuckers in here, don't nobody know jack shit?
4: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm questioning people like, what's, "What's going on with the flame?" Right? What's going on?
1: Right?
4: You know? Mm-hmm. No, nobody knows nothing. No, nobody <laughs> knows nothing. Yeah. Some no,
3: know knows something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so
3: they all give you the dummy face on huh, black. You got the dummy I know, face with right? everybody. <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm the like, funny oh, part no. too. Said, yeah. I was only a drink, a my drink. I, I, I don't know what happened. Yeah,
4: you yeah. know what
3: happened. Well, see, the cool thing
4: is, when you find out who did it, then that's when you step to them. You know, you got to get real up close and personal with them, and be like, you know. You fucked up
5: big time. <laughs> You're incapable of running this shit.
4: I'm going to
0: drive my ass down before I
4: make changes. Uh, I'm the damn grill, not just playing. <laughs> yeah, what about you, B.C.D.? What's your up, too? I'm a memorial your, uh, day with a <laughs>
3: It was great. It was great. You know, whenever you have people over and you have food and music and and drink. <laughs> yep, drinks. Oh, and, dr- and
4: drinks. You gotta have drinks, yeah. right? Yeah,
3: not drinks. You don't do drinks. Yeah, I had drinks. You know, then it's always a good time. You got the fire pit yeah. going. You know, it's it's always it's a great drink. time. You you can know, put a right, combination you're together. Time. You know, you're I right do I like to I
4: entertain.
3: Like I like to entertain the folks. So, you know, that's what I do. You don't know it's a violation
4: if you don't bring the grill master a drink. You do know that. Is that right? Yeah, it's violation.
3: So so did did somebody bring you a drink? You was on the grill.
4: Yeah, you know, I'm just making sure you had your etiquette right, you know.
3: Before, <laughs> are you always in my etiquette though? Are hey. you always
0: hey. in my etiquette?
3: You worry about what's sure. going on? It
4: it's your grill. Hey, <laughs> people already know. Yeah. You know, I posted pictures. You know, and I, I got the pictures up there. <laughs> everybody see how my chicken what? and stuff flow. You know what I mean? But I can't I say that for it, everybody though. No? Yeah, you know, everybody can't it. post pictures. You know what i Why do
3: people do that? People be posting pictures. I love you guys, for real. You know, yeah. do what you do. Everybody is not great at everything you do. I get it. But some of y'all be posting pictures. Y'all should not be posting. And I said, yeah. well, you get mad at me, you get mad at me. But I'm just telling the truth. I mean, you know, I, somebody put up a picture, Black. They had, what was it? It was ribs <laughs> on the plate. Wait, it was ribs. It was potato salad. It was salad and it was something else. Well, the salad was good, okay. The potato salad, yeah, not so good. It looked like big chunks of potato just mixed with mayonnaise, and that's it. That's oh. what it looked like. I was just like, yeah, okay. And then the ribs that was on the plate, the ribs they had just well, wait, the ribs just had barbecue sauce like just poured on top, like not seared in or anything. I'm like, people, no. It's not how you do ribs. It's not how you barbecue. You don't just make the ribs and then pour the sauce on top and sit on a plate. Like, no, <laughs> people. Like, Some people like it like that. The thinking they doing something. Like, no. Nah. I mean, but that's the world we live in. Everybody yeah. thinks they're a chef. Everybody thinks they can bake. Everybody thinks they're a photographer. Everybody thinks they're a model. You know, it's whatever. You know, <laughs> it's the world we live in, so...
0: I saw
4: kids. one picture. They had me cracking Uh-oh. up, you know, the grill, like the charcoal didn't even look right like a dead man's ashes. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> you know the, what?
3: You're not right. even right. Did
4: you say a hey, dead I'm man's just, ashes? I was saying, hey, call us up, man. 646 478 <laughs> If you've seen some wretched photos out there floating on the, on the internet, you know, grill, people, so-called grill masters, you know, hit us up. Uh, but I, 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 hey, I want to do a quick, it. Uh-huh. I got a, a
0: quick PD flashback What's that?
4: For everybody Got a quick PD flashback I want to just put out there real quick Because uh, me and Miss PD got this little feud going on And
0: you huh? can't beat
4: me You know what I mean? So I'm putting you on the spot oh, real God. quick For all the listeners Check it
3: out, baby Check it out Uh-huh That's how we do it. PD ready What are you right? up to? Oh my God I hate when somebody say they make it back make, Back Back <laughs> <laughs> what,
1: what? 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 What was, hold
4: on, who's that? Macaroni <laughs> and cheese, who's that? I hate you. Oh, oh, said, oh you know not put that clip out. It's going to be our next show. I said,
3: I said, that macaroni and <laughs> cheese. <laughs> Miss T.D. be getting it on, man. I, I hate you, Blake. You always. I had me some you know back what? macaroni
4: and cheese, too.
3: You you had some back macaroni and cheese to be a bomb, don't it? <laughs> It be the
4: buddies.
3: Oh, you're wrong for that, black. But it's all good. It's you know all good. I, I know you guys tune in every week just to see what words I'm going to mess up. That's part of the show now. You tune in just to see how, <laughs> how Miss PD is just going to like butcher a word. And I, you know, I come correct. I come sincere. I give it to you every week. That's just <laughs> I'm loyal. I'm dedicated to butchering my words. You know, just just for you guys is what I do. So you know, tune in every week. And shout out to everybody who's tuning in right now. We appreciate you guys. You tune into the show, you listen, you tell your friends, you put it on Facebook, you retweet it. We we appreciate you guys so very much. But I want to tell you guys something. If you want to hear me embarrass myself even further, call up, <laughs> call up and request me. I do a crazy, crazy version of the theme song from All in the Family.
4: <laughs>
3: oh, man I do you, gotta
4: call up. you
3: gotta call up to get I do you Archie call and Edith that. I do Archie and Edith So if you guys want me to hear me really, really Embarrass myself Call up and request me to sing The, to sing the theme song from All in the Family Like I said, I sing Archie <laughs> And Edith's <first. laughs> I will do mm-hmm. it for you guys if you're requested But you gotta call up and request it If not, I'm gonna keep it in the vault Until a later time I like know, that. That's how it. Is. You like that. You like that. Well, you know, black is 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 coming up on that time when we have our special guests. You know, our first guest yes, of the yes. night is Arthur Untamed. So I think it's time we set it up for Miss Untamed to come into the show let's and kick off the show with her interview. So let's do it right now.
4: Petey ready, you
3: Oh, yeah. TD <laughs> Radio presents the sizzling new novel, Never Again No More, by author Untamed. Born and raised in Atlanta, Lucinda, Lamika, Cherise, and Trinity are best friends with very similar backgrounds. They all have fallen victim to the perils of teen pregnancy. After each one becomes love-struck to the bitter end, they realize that their dreams, ambitions, and planned future must be put on hold. While they struggle to find themselves, each one tries to survive in a game called life. Once they find out that their consequences are a little costlier than they imagined, it's the decisions they've made that creates their troubles. Never Again No More by Author Untamed. Available now on Amazon, Kindle, and Barnes & Noble. Check out our website at www.theauthoruntained.doodlekit.com for book and social links. Never Again No More by Author Untamed. Available now on Amazon, Kindle, and Barnes & Noble. Check out our website at com for book and social links.
1: All right, is everybody ready?
3: This is a meeting
0: Good
5: evening, ladies and gentlemen. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume.
0: This is a PD exclusive.
1: All right,
0: is everybody ready? This is a PD exclusive.
3: That's right, that's right, that's right. This is a PD exclusive. Our first interview of the night we have on the line right now, the lovely and very talented author, Miss Untained. Untained, welcome to PD Radio. How you doing tonight?
6: I'm fine. How are you, Miss PD at Black?
3: Oh, we're doing great. Good. We're great. It's a pleasure. We are. The
0: following.
6: Yes. It's a pleasure <laughs> we are- to talk
3: to you. All right. All right. <laughs> we're very excited to have you on tonight. So, now, all month, we've been gearing up for your visit tonight by playing your commercial on the show for your novel, Never Again No More. But before we get into that, let's discuss a little bit of your backstory. First off, why don't you tell the listeners where you're from? Well,
6: I am from Georgia, born and raised. Um, my small all right, city, all right. I'm <laughs> a Georgia, please. My small city is Albany, and I've migrated I got stuff, but that's where I am now. But I Mm -hmm. am a thorough Georgia peach.
1: (laughs) I know
3: that's right. (laughs) You can cook your butt off, can't you? I know you can. Y'all southerners can cook your behinds off. All right, I'm coming to your house for dinner. I know you throw that out.
6: Hey, you know, as a matter of fact, Memorial Day was just over, but we were on the grill. You know, I like to let Uh my husband cook.
0: He likes to grill. Uh-huh. He can throw, he can throw down. He throw down. So, all, right, all, all right,
4: all right. <laughs> I might have to rub <laughs> elbows with
3: him. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. You know, Black thinks he's he's a grill master, untamed, So you know. Mhm.
6: Yeah.
3: Right. Whatever. So you know, we we have to try. We have to sample some of it. Let's see. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Now I read that your novel. Well, I read that it was a novel, actually, um, written by Lori Hewitt called Coming of Age that inspired your writing. How old were you, and what was that book about that put the writing spark in you?
6: I was about 13 years old when I actually read Mm -hmm. that book. And Mm -hmm. the spark that it had in me, because, of course, at that time, I was in middle school, you know, junior high, and Mm -hmm. you're going through that phase when you're a teenager where you have your 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 trials and things that you're afraid of and and different peer pressures and things going on in your life and that book really focused on high school Mm. because it was about bullying and peer pressure and how different people and different ethnicities were all going to the same high school and how they had to learn to interact mm-hmm. with each other and how they really misunderstood each other because of their different back- backgrounds.
3: Wow. So, and it was that that inspired you to pick up the pen and start writing? Yes. Now, were you just, writing before that? Okay, Was were you writing before that, or did that just kind of spark you to go even further with it?
6: That kind of sparked me to go even further with it because it was around that time that we started writing poetry. Took mm-hmm. a, a life for that. It was a way for me to express myself, and reading that book just ignited it. And it's like, okay, I know this is what I want to do.
3: Okay. All right. All right. I like that. Now, you have such a passion for writing that you even won accolades throughout high school and college, and even getting the Coca Cola Young Writers Award. Now, did that appreciation of your work push your create creativity even further?
6: It did. It actually, at that time, I wasn't writing novels.
0: Mm-hmm. I was,
6: novels are very lengthy, and it's hard to keep mm-hmm. a story in the book But after, you know, high school, I was like, you know, I might want to venture into trying to do a novel. And my first novel I, I ever wrote, it took me two years to get through it. So it mm-hmm. was one of those okay. where I wrote it, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm done with this. For a little while,
4: mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> done with the novel and okay. back to my poetry. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what's crazy about
4: that? People don't realize how much work it takes to write a novel. Like you said, you just spent two years on a novel. Mm-hmm. You just can't sit down and think you're going to write a novel for six months. I mean, some people might be able to do it if they have nothing else to do, but it takes mm-hmm. time, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Yeah, so yeah. It doesn't you happen. It wouldn't.
6: With- Mm-hmm. And that's Never Again No More. That was probably the novel that it actually took me only six months to write. Not oh, not
0: the,
6: that was the novel is so near and dear to me that I would literally be up three o'clock in the morning, one eye open typing, like, okay, I got to <laughs> no do this. <dose>. It <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no sleep, no sleep. So was, mm-hmm. that was the one novel I think that I ever finished in six months flat. Wow. Yeah.
3: Now you, now you said you finished that novel in six months. Did you? So you put out a novel before that?
6: Oh no, I wrote like two before it that were unpublished, but this was the third okay. one I wrote
3: and
6: took me uh, Okay.
3: To- <laughs> so you, so you had two other pieces of work that you haven't even published yet. Oh, yeah, I have a lot more now. Wow, okay. So what was it about Never Again No More that that prompted you to to put, what made you say, this is the one, this is the one, I'm really just going to go ahead and put that out there?
6: This novel is near to me because I wrote it based off of four best friends who are all single mothers, and they're single mothers based off the fact that they were all teen mothers and I was a Mm -hmm. teen mom, and with my particular situation, my daughter passed away, and for a while, I didn't write anything after that Mm accident happened,
3: Right. and I started Mm -hmm.
6: getting into my poetry again, writing poems for her birthday, and after Mm -hmm. that, I was like, you know, I really want to get back into writing, and didn't quite know what I wanted to write about, and Once I Mm -hmm. had the idea for this novel about just talking about the different pressures and trials that a mother or woman can go through from Mm -hmm. having kids at a young age, it just took off. And that's probably one of the reasons why I was able to write it in six months. So I had a lot to get out with
3: that. Right. Okay. Okay. Understood. Now, you said um, you you started writing again because of that, because of losing – your daughter, you did take a, a short break from writing to pursue a business career. How long was that break, um, with you from writing before this action before this tragedy happened and, and you picked up the pen again? How long was your break in writing?
6: My break in writing probably was about three years before I just started writing poetry again. And then mm-hmm. Once I the accident happened I stopped for maybe another year and then I got mm-hmm. back in wanting to write again. So and mm-hmm. the novel came probably about two years after mm-hmm. the accident happened. So
3: Okay. I know that had to be very hard on you. Exactly. What was the particular um circumstance that, that made you pick up the pen? Was it like the anniversary of of what happened Or what it specifically was, Made you pick that pen up again To start writing
6: It was actually on Her birthday It was like her 8th birthday She passed away when she was 7 So it was her 8th birthday wow. And I would
0: mm-hmm.
6: write a poem And dedicate it to her So that kind of mm-hmm. became like a family tradition For us Every year on her birthday I write her a poem And we go out to the
3: grave mm-hmm. site And I <laughs> Wow, wow. Did You know, I say it all the time. I feel like, well, everybody really, you never know what somebody's going through and what somebody's story is. But with writing, everybody has a story. And, and there's a base to everything that a writer puts out. Now, me, I can write total fiction. I can write a poem right now that has nothing to do with the heat, but you'll hear it and think, oh, she went through that. No, I know how to step outside of myself and write from another aspect. I can do that. But people don't realize that it's about something else. It's not about me. But there's always something that sparks us as writers, you know, to put that pen to paper and tell that story. And where it goes from there, you you just never know. You know, you start out with one thing and it might just go to a whole other area, you know? Writing is so, mm mm-hmm,
6: You're exactly right because Never Again No More actually was a book that was supposed to be about one young lady. It turned into four, and then all of these different storylines developed because I just, I sat back and I said, you know, I don't want to just tell things that particularly happened to me. It's more people Mm -hmm. who have different stories and different types of issues surrounding their stories who are going through the same thing. So mm-hmm. I ended up developing four different characters who all are in the same situation, you know, essentially mm-hmm. by having kids at a young age, but what they're going through is so different
3: from the next girl, even though they're all friends. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, is this book part truth and part fiction, or how is this working with your book? Like, did you, you based it off – yourself as a character, and then just kind of went, you know, deeper with it and made up fictional characters, or is it all based on people you know personally?
6: All of it is fiction. There are elements of truth in there because I put certain elements in character from Uh my personal situation, but all of the, for the most part, all of the situations and all, definitely all of the characters are fictitious. Okay. Now, fresh. when did this book actually
3: come out? Never Again No More. When did it actually come out?
6: It came out December 4th, 2012.
3: Mmm, it's still brand spanking new. It's Gosh. still fresh. All right. Fresh. Yeah, it's still fresh. You open that cover, you'd be like, Mmm, <laughs> got that right. fresh book smell. <laughs>
1: now, two right Until- around the corner.
3: That's right, part two is right around the corner. Now, Untamed, if you don't mind, I would love for you to read an excerpt from your book right now if you'd like to cool. indulge us. That would be awesome.
6: I'll just set it up here really quick for you. Um, All right. The, the, the character's voice, my book is divided up into the four young ladies, and I they each have their own speaking voice. So this mm-hmm. excerpt will be from Cherise. Um mm-hmm. a little background on Sharice is that Sharice is actually um she got pregnant with triplets during mm-hmm. her senior year and her boyfriend at the time, slash Baby Father, he went off into the NFL. And this is a situation where he came back and she's coming into a realization that she's just never gonna get to be with him anymore, even though she still really loves him. So okay. Here, From Mm Sharice Just admit it Ryan For Christ's sake for once Tell me something real I was your fallback chick You knew I loved you And needed me to cater to your ego didn't you You had no Mm intention of saying Just tell me Maybe if I hear you say it I'll finally get it I'll get that all we had and all we ever were And are going to be was a teenage love affair He shook his head Sharice I. He sighed and nodded. At first, yes. I came here to visit my kids, and yes, I needed my ego stroke. I knew that you loved me, and yes, I needed that. My breakup with Iris was hard on me, and I just needed to know that someone loved me, and I knew you were the one woman who always would. But after spending time with the kids and the incredible night we we had, I honestly want to try, receipt. I want to fall in love with you again. He said it and actually admitted it. I never felt Mm. so liberated and heartbroken at the same time. As much as I wanted Ryan, wanted to love him, and wanted what he was offering, I realized that he was no good for me. I was nothing to him but a hollaback chick, but I refused to make Mm. him holler for. Since my heart couldn't let him go, my mind did. I was drawing my line in the sand. I was done. I stood up and walked to Ryan. Thank you. He hugged me. You're welcome. I plan on making up. I put my finger to his lips. No, you're not. I want you to be a father to your kids. I want your support for them financially, emotionally, and physically. You owe them. But as far as me and you, we're done. I can't be with you, Ryan. Sharice, come on, baby. I admitted it, but I want. This is not about you, Ryan. It's about me and what I need. In a lot of ways, it's Mm -hmm. also about what I don't need. I love you, and I guess I always will. But I can't do this with you. Please leave. But baby, go, I holler, as tears began to fall from my eyes. He turned slowly into the bedroom and when he returned he was fully dressed. He sat down and wrote out a check. Here's a check for ten grand. I'll send six grand every month for the kids. Is that fair? I nodded. Yeah, I said tightening my robe. We'll work out visitation when our heads are a little clearer, he told me as I walked into can I pick them up tomorrow? Yes, from my mother's house at noon. Sharice, it doesn't have to be this way, he pleaded as I opened the front door. Yes, it does. I'm sorry, Sharice. I truly, truly am. Me too, Ryan. Me too. I said, shutting the door in his face. I laid on my seat and bawled my eyes out. Despite everything he put me through, I loved him. It was in this moment that I knew it. It wasn't just a high. I was just like Bella in Twilight. I didn't just feel; I knew that I was unequivocally, undeniably, and irreversibly in love with him. Nothing could change that—not even him.
0: Yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. That makes you want to that. find
4: out more about more about the man, like what's going on, how the whole setup came about, and everything like that, like their whole situation. Mm-hmm. And, backstory. Like, that sounds real good because, you know, you got to be a strong woman to to make a move like that and say, you know what, I'm going to put this to the side. It's not what I Mm -hmm. need
3: Mm -hmm. and -hmm. move
0: forward. Exactly. Yeah, I love it. Okay.
3: Exactly. Like she said, she was so in love with him and she knew it, but at the same time, she knew she had to push it back and let him do him so she could take care of herself and keep herself right. You know, and some people don't don't pick up on that. We just want what will we want, you know? But we don't yeah. realize, we don't realize maybe what we want is not what's best for us. So exactly. that's, that's awesome. And I like that, you know, this character has the strength to actually pull back, to step outside of it and say, this is, you know, I have to take care of me and I have to do what's best for our kids. It's not about you and it's not about how much I love you, it's about what's right at this point. And she stepped back into debt. Yeah, so you you guys you gotta pick this book up. You, I mean, that's just a tidbit. You have to pick up this book, right? Never get no more and hear the full story because, like I said, she has part two coming out. So you need to get up on this part one to see what's going on with these four ladies and their situations. So you are prepared for part two when that comes out. Go to her website, the theauthoruntamed.doodlekit.com. Find the links for the book. is on Amazon, Kindle, Barnes & Noble. Get that. Y'all heard her read the excerpt. Get it. <laughs> you got to get it. Never again no more. Now, I have a question, Antane. Do you feel reading right now as a whole is becoming lost in today's? Because the world is crazy today. We're all going, it, you know, everything is so crazy, so fast-paced. Do you feel like it's harder today for people to actually pick up a book to read? Do you feel like
6: it's you know, becoming lost? I do feel like it's becoming lost, and I'm such an advocate for literacy, you know, because a lot of people ask about, you know, is your book going to be on audiobook? If I know mm-hmm. even with me, I'm coming, I'm going, and mm-hmm. I would like to say, ah, let me just get it on audiobook, and I'll listen to it, and I'll pull back. I'll like, you know what. I force myself to sit down, even if it's on Kindle or Nook, I force myself to sit here and take a little time out to read because you lose mm-hmm. something when you don't just take the time out to read, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. My book is mm-hmm.
6: urban, you know, my book is a bit urban, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it's written that way for entertainment, for mm-hmm. relatable purposes, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. I went to mm-hmm.
6: magnet school, so I had to learn English. And I and I was my parents were like, you can't even write in slang. So I used to sneak and write notes in school, you know, in slang. <laughs> <laughs> little, uh-huh. You know, little, the, what it was the drop down, what's up and the up is going on. You know, all the different ways to write. So you know, right? I, I preach that because Twitter jargon and Ebonics have just killed mm-hmm. so many of our younger generation. They write words Mm -hmm. thinking that, Mm -hmm. you know, shorthand or Twitter jargon Mm -hmm. thinking this is the way it is. And Mm -hmm. you have to learn how to read and write correct English and know your grammar. You know, I
0: may—I
6: tell people all the time, you know, I may write a certain way for a certain purpose, but I know Mm -hmm. my adverbs for my pronouns and my contractions and how to put it in a sentence, (laughs) you know. Right. (laughs) You know, we have people out there who don't know how to do that, and we have to get mm-hmm. that back. So I kind of, mm-hmm. you know, I know it's convenient, but I try to say, hey, I put myself in a position of like, okay, I don't mm-hmm. want to do it, but and maybe someone else will follow that because we have to get back to just reading and understanding basic English and common grammar mm-hmm. and things like
3: that. Right. True, true, true. I'm, you, I'm like doing very guilty because when you're on the social sites and you're trying to do your thing on the social site, you have to do everything, you know, shorthand. Sure and so it's like sometimes when I'm at work and I'm writing letters at work, I find myself <laughs> doing the same thing. I'm like, wait a minute, Sam, back up. You're not on the no, social no. site. You know what I mean? But I'm not, I'm not going to even lie. I find myself doing it, but I, I do catch it, but I find myself doing it because that's just the way it is today. That I really have to think about. Like, wait a minute, you're not on Twitter, you're not on Facebook, you know, you gotta. <laughs> but I, I've done it. And, and as far as the reading, you know, back in the day, I read all the time, all the oh. like you couldn't keep books out of my hand. Today, with everything that I'm doing, like I barely, I don't even sleep at this point. It's, I just don't have time for me to actually sit down with a book. Is very, very hard, very hard. So, that, like, I mean, that's me, why I asked the question, you know, do you okay. feel like it's becoming lost because the world is just boom, boom, boom right now. I,
6: and it really is, and I feel you on that, PD. Um, I really do because I was just like you. I could take a book, a two or 300-page novel, and read it in one day and be done with it. Yes, you know? yes. Now, <laughs> it's like, now it's like, um, you know, I had one book <laughs> that I was on I think two months before I finally get got through it, and the only re- reason I actually got through it is because I was going on vacation and I got a chance to read in the car. So, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh-huh. um, I mean, i feel you on that. I think I was stuck on page 23 of that book for a month.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you, I love to support authors, and it's like I have bought so many books that are still sitting on a shelf that I really, I bought to support, but I have not had the chance to sit down and read. I read one book, and it was for an author because she was supposed to be on the show. So, you know, I got through the, you know, you want to know about, you know, the person you're interviewing. So I got through the book, like I did a quick run-through of the book, and I I did the whole book in like two days. But it was like, other than that, it was probably, I'm not even going to lie, still be sitting there because the time to actually sit down to read it, There is none. I mean, for me anyway. But I'm I'm hearing it a lot where people just feel, I I don't have the time. So I I just kind of feel like even though it's it's always a, you know, black, you hear what I'm saying, hush. You see this, (laughs) I'm saying, you see this? But that's why I was wondering about the audio because, you know, at least with that, you know, you can listen with your phone, you can listen in your car as you're doing other things. Or if you're at work, you can just listen without actually sitting there, you know. But you know,
6: right. exactly, yeah. and you know
0: <laughs>
3: it's all
6: working. For, just, I I guess I should say I'm a little selfish. Now I'm not going to be above putting it in all your book, you know. <laughs> I, I'm not going to be above it, but right, right. For, for me, I'll, I'll try to sit here and just just suffer through sacrifices sometimes. <laughs> okay, let me try to at least get in 20 pages today. That's nothing else,
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> Now, what is your? Do you have a target audience that you're trying to capture when you're writing? For
6: my target audience is usually going to be like young adult to middle, you know, middle-aged women. But actually, I get a lot of men who enjoy the book because. With Never Again More, well, I read the excerpt about Sharice and Ryan, mm-hmm. and Ryan, as you can see, it's not so good of a guy, but
0: mm-hmm. I actually
6: have other men who are good guys, and they show what a real father and really loving a woman means in the book. So, you know, I couldn't, I can't give the bad without showing the good because not every guy is a bad father or is a bad boyfriend or a bad husband. Right. You, right. Where, you do have someone who's gonna stand in your corner. You, you have some stand-up kings out there, so I have to have to give it up to my men too and shine the light on them. And then I think one of the most loved-hated characters in the book is Pooch, and I've had a lot of guys who come back and are like, they just love Pooch as a character. You know, he Pooch, it's huh? a love relationship <laughs> with the women, but the men, are, you know. Uh. They're, 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 Kind of funny, you know, he's
3: he's hilarious. So, he uh, i a hated character. Oh, no. <laughs> shit. You guys, you got to pick up this novel, Never Again No More by On i or Shelly. You got to pick this up because when the part two comes out, I already know it's going to be crazy because part one is crazy. So, part two is just going to be off the hook. Now, I want to oh. know if you are willing. If you're up to it, untamed. Do you want to read another excerpt from your book right now? Give us another oh, little teaser.
6: Oh, sure. Actually,
3: awesome. What
6: I would like to do if you guys don't mind. I want to read yeah. the prologue for part two because that's coming out. I don't have the date yet, but be, I have my like little short prologue to kind of get you that guys. That would be awesome. Part,
0: okay. Set the stage. Oh, yeah. Uh,
6: Ironically, these are both going to be in Teresa's speaking voice, so she's the one who's leading this <laughs> prologue as well and All right, Teresa. Little... <laughs> it, it is it, that's funny. I actually end up picking both of that, but she was actually one of the more loved characters, so I think the readers they they don't mind but <laughs> um
0: mm-hmm. and this
6: part two, all of the ladies are together and they were kind of having a power of fiction. A lot of things have happened and transpired since the beginning of the novel and in this part they're all sitting around as friends just talking about the things that they were going through and it got a little heated for a second so this is where Sharice picks up and she's talking to okay. her
0: friend. All right. Now okay.
6: hold Now hold the fuck up, Lamika I said turning to face her You're the one who needs the fucking reality check I will admit that out of all of our situations I'd rather be in my own You're right, my baby daddy is rich And so is my man But money ain't everything All of us are after the same thing Peace of mind And right now none of us have that Now I'm sorry you had to endure the hell you did Behind Tony's raggedy ass But let's be real The
0: Tony (laughs) like me
6: Ain't the same Tony he is now You've been out of high school for years, Amica. You should have been woke up on that shit. None of us made mm. you stick around while you on your ass, and I do remember that both me and Trinity begged you to leave. We both had the funds to help you get set up, but you chose to stick around hoping and wishing. Now I'm not knocking that because I've been there. We all know Ryan was my heart long after everybody had given up. But I'm telling you, <clears throat> what I'm telling you is I won't knock the fork out of your hand if you don't snatch the spoon out of mine. We all made fucked up decisions behind a nigga, and we all deserve happiness. So pour out your little fucking cup of haterade, put your big girl drawers on, and handle that shit with are talking. <laughs> I said sternly to her with a finger point and eye roll. Tears welled up, and suddenly Lamika began to cry again. But I bet none of you men may. And change, well, that can be a beautiful thing or an ugly truth. Welcome to Never Again No More 2, getting back to me.
0: Woo! I'm
1: oh, <laughs> That's
3: what I'm talking about. <laughs> wow, I'm so excited about this book coming out for you. Awesome. You. Oh my god. Now when is this coming out? When is never again no more part two coming out?
6: Okay. And for that I don't have my date yet. It was it's been delayed. It was supposed to come out this month, so I'm a little sad. Okay. But,
3: okay so. and it is like
6: been just a little bit delayed, so as soon as I can get those dates settled down with my publisher, I will definitely mm-hmm. be blasting that to the top of the mountains because <laughs> my readers are getting antsy. I'm getting, you know, <laughs> <Uh-oh. just laughs>
0: they're they coming at next,
6: huh? They come they <laughs> come my, they're like, hey, um, May May is a cold. It's like you know, let's just add some more days,
3: forty six. <laughs> Uh, Oh, did you say the forty second? The forty second of May. Wait, Never Get No More Part Two is coming out May forty (laughs) second. I love it! I love it! I love it! So, so tell us. Besides Never Get No More Part Two, what's next on the on the creative board for Untamed, the writer? What else you got cooking up in the lab, Untamed? We want to know.
6: Me. Um, this is a part of a series, a four book series. Oh, so okay. what next is what goes around and then game over.
3: <laughs> I, All like right. that. I, <laughs> like I like it. I like it a lot. They're very, very yeah. nice.
6: The first okay. book, you know, about their struggles and then the next, you know, few books is kinda of going into their present life and it just goes into their present struggles and what's going on, and you know you have a story, and it it doesn't always just end because that's life. It starts going on mm-hmm. in the late, so they start making some mistakes again. So we got <laughs> mm-hmm. right, <laughs> start, right, <you> right know, <laughs> on a roller coaster ride. So they start, you know, and, and and not only that,
3: when things get straightened out with some of these men, they start making mistakes mm-hmm. too. That's true. That's true. Always falling back. Always falling back. Now I saw you earlier. I don't know if it was today or yesterday on Twitter, and you were saying that you were listening to some music and you're ready. Oh, mm-hmm. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know what what artist do you listen to that sparks that writing fuel in you? Who who gets the juices going for you to get that writing going?
6: right uh, yeah. It depends on what I'm writing and you know, most of the time it's just some soft music like some Kim or or mm. just music like Love that. Kim. Mm-hmm. If I'm in the mood and this is why I say to men like Pooch, if I'm writing pooch or something like that, I'm gonna to listen to some three six mafia or <laughs> yeah, I'm hard, I Some hate. <laughs> Some geez
0: All geez, right. Because I have to
6: get a mind frame for, for his character and other characters like him. I have to get in a certain mind frame, you know, and
3: right. I have to go off right there. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: and that's another thing people don't realize. As a writer, you really do have to put yourself in the mind frame of that character you're writing. Like, you really have to be in your head. You have to be that character you're writing about. You can't just write about Cynthia and what you think Cynthia is going through. You have to put yourself in her space. You have to be Cynthia and write from the perspective of Cynthia. And that's not easy to do. Not everybody can do that. It it takes special talent to be able to do that. So respect to you because you definitely have the talent to get up in there, you know, do what it is you you need to do.
6: I have been asked some crazy questions. I mean, I, I've had friends who've known me for years actually coming up to me and they're like, have you
0: been to jail
6: before? I mean, what's going on with you? Have you been, Have you been a drug dealer? I mean, what's going on with
4: jail? Hey, that, that, that goes to show, mm-hmm. you know. doing it right. You
3: know, When you're an artist or a writer, people have to be careful because we absorb everything around us. So like I said before, it may not be something we're going through. We can write from the perspective of someone else. But when you have that creative mind frame and you're sitting around people and you're just just talking, whatever, you kind of absorb things that they're saying, their actions, you know, how they speak and things. You you absorb that. And that may go into one of your characters. (laughs) at some point, or may go into your music at some point, you know. So you got to be very careful when you're around. I shouldn't have said that probably because now people are going to be like, I don't want to be around the hey, change. She's going to be taking everything I say. She's going to be a out her butt. And, oh, my God.
0: <laughs>
1: and, you know, hey. What? Oh, it is the
3: thing. truth. It is the truth. Mm-hmm.
6: People who come and say, hey, can you write about this with me? <laughs> I want to have a story to tell you, you know. You, this is oh. be <laughs> your Oh, wow.
3: really?
6: So, I so you have people of- coming to you
3: wanting you to write their story?
6: Yes. It's like just they'll yeah. you know, say, hey, I got this They're reading I got this story. Let me tell you about this. And, you know, I'm listening to stories all the time. And with me, I absorb anything, and I turn it, I easily spin things in my head into a story. I, I have one that I kind of have an idea about now and it was mm-hmm. because someone dialed the wrong number and got me involved here.
0: Uh, <laughs> it, it ended
6: up leaving a message on my voicemail, and they were talking to the wrong person. And I was like, oh, you're about to be in a book.
1: You don't even know it. Uh, exactly.
3: That's the, title of the, wait, that's the title of the next book, Wrong Voicemail by by wrong author Wrong <laughs> Wow! see, that, hey, that, that pinpoint is what I said. You just never know what's going to happen. It's going to be a part of somebody's creativity. And that wrong voice, best just sparked a the whole new book. Right. It is. It is. I love it. I love it. Well, Black, you have a question for Miss Untamed.
4: Um, you know what? I was just checking out um, some of the comments on the book, and, like, I, you know, I like – that tasty language, you know what I mean. And from what I hear from the comments, <laughs> you keep it, you tasty. keep it real. You know what I mean. And that I think. And my question is, uh, how important is that for you to be authentic as possible with your language? And do you, um, you know, try to? Do you curve anything, or do you just keep it as real as possible, just so that you know you don't lose readership to guys who love. What you're doing, or you know, do you have a balance that you're trying to get to pull in new writers who might not like some of the extra language, or how do you go about that? How do you keep that balance?
6: I, mm. I you know I real to myself because let me tell you when when you come to writing things the way you want to say it, especially when you're trying to deliver a clear message, a lot mm-hmm. of times you will find yourself kind of pulling back because. Believe it or not, you know a lot of people say, "Well, I read, I read her book, and man, you know she really throws down. She's very untamed." Right. But I was really reserved for a long time, and it took me to get over a hump. This book helped me get over my mm-hmm. I Say, you know what? I have to say this the way I need to say it because it's not going to be authentic if I don't. Right. I feel like you when you put yourself in a person's position in that character. You know, you can't mm-hmm. be a drug dealer who's afraid to curse. Who who knows a drug, you know?
0: If you're, if you're mm-hmm. right.
6: people, you can't be, you know, afraid to curse. And a lot of that wasn't just me, but it was my upbringing because a lot of people don't know I'm a preacher's mm-hmm. daughter. So, you know, that okay. was a, a big deal for me to be like, okay, if I say this how I want to say it, you know,
0: is mm-hmm. there going ah, to okay. be
6: and, you know, even with my dad, and he got the book. It, it, to explain this book to him was hilarious because he wasn't, I <laughs> was beating around the bush with him about, okay, well, Dad, you know, this is urban and, the language, is a little, he's like, oh, okay. So he gets the book and he's like, oh, now I see what you're saying. <laughs> <So> he, <laughs> but after he read it, you know, he said he had to, he had to put it down and say a prayer and drink some water.
3: But when he picked no, it up, <laughs> 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 oh man, that's what wow. i talking
4: about.
3: Yeah. So quickly, I want to know too, um, Untamed. Before we let you go, I want to know how did you get the pen name Untamed? Where did that come from? Was it given to you or did you pick it yourself?
6: I picked it myself and it actually came because once I really let go of being reserved in how I wrote anything, I said, you know, I'm just going to be as pure, untamed with this as possible. I'm unfiltered, I'm untamed. In my own personality, I can be a little bit untamed anyway. It's just in what I was writing, I was kind of withheld. So I kept saying, and I said, you know, that would be a good name for me, untamed. And it just mm-hmm. stuck with me, and it rang all kinds of bells. And when I actually pinned myself with that name, it was like, okay, cool. Now I know I can write and do and say whatever I want to, because when you're in untamed territory, you never know what you're going
3: to be. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Awesome. Is, is there anything you want to touch on before we let you go tonight, Untamed? Is there anything that we didn't touch on that you want to get out there to the people?
6: Just yes. Pick up the book and read it. You could preferably <laughs> never again no more, but, you know, I promote literacy, and, but, you know, I, I love to read, and I just encourage other people who are aspiring to write, you know, give it your best. And mm-hmm. by giving it your, you know, giving it your best means to give it your best. I encourage mm-hmm. other writers don't withhold yourself. Write what's in your heart. Write what you feel. And mm-hmm. you know, when you can't go wrong with that, and when you write what's in your heart, you write what's, what you feel, and you write according to where your characters lead you. You can never go wrong. So that's that's my mm-hmm. encouragement for the other writers out there.
3: Mm -hmm. All right, all right. Great advice. Well, you guys... You can check out Chaz Untamed on our website, pdradio.site40.net. At the top of our page, you see her huge banner up there. It's all about her, her book, her upcoming book, and her links to how you can find the books. So go to pdradio.site40.net. Check out the banner for the author Untamed and her book, Never Again No More. Support her. She is talent. When you have talented, creative people doing your thing, we must support. If we can go out and buy $200 handbags, we can pay sixteen ninety nine to get a book to show support. Even if you can't read it right away, get the book, show support, and you read the book when you can read it. But you have to support, people. You have to support. Right. And today we want to thank you so very much for taking the time to come on CD Radio. Big applause you. to you. It was we look so good. forward to
1: yeah, Go ahead.
3: Go ahead.
6: It was so good to talk to you guys. I've been so amped up waiting for this time frame to talk to you guys.
3: <laughs> excited. Been excited. All right, all right. Well, we were just as excited to well, we talk to you. Talk back to you. Yeah, oh, when that me. Never again No More comes out, you're on the show, darling. It, it's going oh, down. God. I have spoken. Oh, Oh,
0: right.
3: oh, oh yeah. So we and want to thank you one points. more time. Uh Uh-oh. We want to thank you again for coming on tonight on We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for reading from your book to give the listeners a taste of what they can expect when they do get the book. So we thank you again. Much love and success to you. Thank you from PD Radio. Thank you. All right. right. Stay tuned for the rest of the show because coming up, we have two more creative talents. We have Trail, Mac, and Q, the question. So Stay tuned, Untamed, and listen to their story as well, because I'm sure they're tuning in right now, listening to yours. All right. Oh, yes.
6: You, you have, have a good night. night. You too. Good
0: night
3: you guys. <laughs> All right, good night. good night. That was Chaz Untamed. Check her out on Twitter. Chaz C H A Z Z underscore Untamed. Check out her website at the Dot com and check out her awesome banner created by my one and only co-host Black on pdradio.site40.net. Stick around, people, because coming up next we have Trail Mac, and cue the question. PD Radio. PD Radio presents the sizzling new novel Never Again, No More by author Untamed. Born and raised in Atlanta, Lucinda, Lamika, Sharice, and Trinity are best friends with very similar backgrounds. They all have fallen victim to the perils of teen pregnancy. After each one becomes love-struck to the bitter end, they realize that their dreams, ambitions, and planned future must be put on hold. While they struggle to find themselves, each one tries to survive in the game called life. Once they find out that their consequences are a little costlier than they imagined. The decisions they've made that creates their troubles. Never Again No More by Author Untamed. Available now on Amazon, Kindle, and Barnes & Noble. Check out our website at www.theauthoruntamed.doodlekit.com for book and social links. Never Again No More by Author Untamed. Available now on Amazon Kindle and Barnes & Noble. Check out our website at www.theauthoruntamed.doodlekit.com com for book and social links. <laughs>
1: Ho 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 ho
5: I've been contemplating all day, how the hell I'm going to get my thoughts played, maybe I'm just going about right it the wrong way, maybe I'm just looking at it the wrong way, let me stop worrying about what y'all say, the smart fakers always do it the long way, yeah, I heard I wasn't good enough, I even heard I wasn't hood enough. If they would just laugh and be happy, I hear it. It's always the opposite, I will crush your spirit. It's not my fuck up, go on missing last train the parents. I just take the scene and root when my mind is the clearest. And this is such a place of view, and you wish you was near it. A perfect time for mom to say, wish you wasn't so careless. Yeah, finally made a way for me. And I dare you to try to take it from me. If you can see in my life right now, this is all I got. As you walk in my path, better. face my demons, but he really never gave me the reason. Man, it looks so great to season. Everything has a beauty, but not everyone sees it. Really, is the city where I struggle, at. City where we trouble at. City where you better hope they love you at. Homie got a murder charge, double light, double track, sunshine, peeking through a cell. He ain't coming back. No, I can't picture the ground holding me. Yeah, I got so many places to be. Yeah, and plus I do this
3: all with no degree, so hopefully we can
5: make it out the street vocally, backpack, pen in my pants, study my poetry Go the extra mile, extra loud, so they notice me Finally found life purpose, listen to pop first shit before I write first then Yeah, finally made a way for me And I dare you to try to take it from me Cause what you see in my life right now, this is all i got The world when and I don't really care about when the real end. I just look at you and everything in it, and keep it moving like I did with my ex girlfriend. Yeah, they come and go, and all that bullshit that you counting me for. And what the hell you think that you're Nelson me for? I gave them back to the world, and they bound it beyond. Yeah, I'm finally home, and I'm finally y'all. Somebody brain got the surrogate patrol. I'm on my second shot, and I'm finally gone. Everybody a around, what I'm in y'all. Yeah, I'm dripping away, and I feel different today. I promise never build something and give it away. I love that y'all doing way too much to end the end day. And that's the reason why your niggas ain't living the shade. Yeah finally made a way for me can i tell you to try to take you from me can you just see in my life, right Better hold on to what you got Cause there's no one in back I'm gonna tell you now that's
7: the fact
1: Alone with a lover, alive no other sad to see a new horizon slowly coming into view. Yeah, I wanna be clear.
7: <laughs>
1: chapter one the streets do what you gotta do when i lose ain't no regrets in the ghetto <laughs>
5: Came in strong, like navy men sailing in on fleets. Young brothers were recruited, their minds polluted, as the products soon hit the streets.
2: in the building. It's the boy Q the Question and your boy Trail Mac. And every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. we are locked in with PD Radio with Miss PD in Black.
1: Alright,
0: is everybody ready? This is a exclusive.
5: Good evening ladies and gentlemen. Pump up the volume. Pump up the volume. Alright, is
1: everybody ready? This
0: is a
3: All right, all right, all right. PD Radio, we are back, and we have our we second go. guest on the line right now. PD Radio, we guys, we want you to welcome the very talented Trail Mac and Q the question. Trail and Q, welcome to PD Radio. That was good.
7: What's, what's going hey? on? Our?
3: PD Radio, SKD, what's up? I know, What's that's up, right. Man? Y'all better bring the energy. Y'all better put some bass in that right. voice. Stop playing. We don't mess around here on TV hey. Radio now.
2: <laughs> hey, we, we come, you, come and man, So It's only right that we come on, man, so we appreciate everything. You know, cue the question. Carl uh, Mack, Ske. we here. That's what I'm right. right. talking that's about. Right.
4: Hey, I want to... I got to put it out there. That track is crazy, yeah. man. That No Holding Back is crazy because no I'm, Holdin like, thinking
0: mm-hmm.
4: driving at night, you know what I'm saying, on Kelly Drive or down Broad Street and, you know, just got the <laughs> sunroof <laughs> open and that thing is just knocking. So, yo, know, that song is crazy. Love yeah. Hell uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. definitely feeling
0: the
7: music. The mm-hmm. I appreciate the support, man. Thanks a lot. All What's
3: right. That, man. Well, think it's
7: crazy. Well, first
3: because- off, I want to say. I want to say I enjoy what your brothers are putting together the way you handle business professionally is very respectable so salute to both of you guys from from us here at PD Radio I like the way you guys do business very very professional stay that way thank you yes oh of course of course now both of you are co-founders <laughs> of Ske Records, and I want you to tell mm-hmm. us what is Ske Records all about. What do you want to accomplish with this label? I'm gonna let Trail Max start off with that one. Okay. Yeah,
2: Street, Go ahead,
7: knowledge, Trail. Street Knowledge Entertainment. Yeah. Uh, Ske pretty much stands for Street Knowledge Entertainment. You know, mm-hmm. um, we're not just a we're not just a um, you know a hood record label, man. We are we are entertainment label. It's going global with everything that we do uh we do music, mm-hmm. we do books, we do film, uh, a little bit of everything mm-hmm. but we it's a it's wow. a label about knowledge, letting people know that we're from the street but not of the streets, you know we're not you know- we're not a product of our environment um, pretty much we're trying to say uh we just take the dance to the next level, we've we'll been going at it for a long time, we started in two thousand and six uh two thousand and thirteen mm-hmm. now, and dance like that mm-hmm. is looming out of control. So um, definitely, again, I appreciate the support of having SK Records be a part of uh, your radio show, and we definitely coming back with some good
4: music.
3: That's right, and we look forward to that. Now, Trell, we already already said when you first came on, we enjoy your song, No Holding Back. I really, really enjoy your music. I I did listen to some of your music. I do like what I hear because I'm very picky about what I like. So when I listen, I said, okay, we need to get these guys on the show. Now, we played your song, No Holding Back, right before you came on. It's very inspiring, and it's a very professional, well-put-together video. I like it. You definitely don't have step. I want to know, what is your music style? What sets you apart from any other artist that's out right now?
7: I just be myself. There's there's no other uniqueness than being yourself. I mean, I'm my Mm -hmm. own person. Um, You know, I, I make music from the heart. Uh, trying to make music for everybody, uh, trying to make it appeal to anybody that just loves music or just the average uh, person that just like other types of music, not necessarily hip-hop, but they can still vibe to trail mix music. So uh, right. mm-hmm. that's what really sets me apart is just really being myself, man. I mean, it can't really get no, no better than that. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, yeah. okay, I hear you. Now, orig- I understand you originally sparked as an artist back in 07 and 08, I heard you. We even got that airplay on Power 99. They used to be my show back in the day. I still love them, but, you know, back in the day, I really, really enjoyed Power 99. But you had to step away for a while. What caused that temporary separation from your music and, and sparked you to pick it back up today?
7: Pretty much just dealing with the aspects of life, man. I, you know, mm-hmm. it's it just times where you just got to, you know, become a family man, take care of the family. You know, music don't really pay right away. So it really takes like, mm-hmm. a long time. So I had to I had to step back for a minute, just you know, just take care of fans, work, to the regular nine to five. But uh, you know, through, mm-hmm. uh, 2012, you know, I just felt that spark again, um, making the song "Dreams of a Winner," just produced by my boy Tony Sway all the way out in California. Uh, definitely big shout mm-hmm. out to him. Uh, you know, pretty much just getting back into it, man. I just felt I just felt like this instant spark. You know, I just missed the game so much, really making music because a lot of people really enjoy my music. And it was a sad thing mm-hmm. to step away for a while because we were definitely on the verge of breaking in 2008. Um, mm. But you know, we back now. We, we definitely worked. Mm-hmm. And we had a few label Um And mm-hmm. we definitely got more to come. So definitely keep your eyes open.
3: And okay? you're from Philly. So you're automatically winning in my book. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, you can't go wrong with Philly ever, ever, ever. Now, the Weather Souls, I have to say, they're crazy. I love them. I love them. I love them. And Weather Soul <laughs> okay. 3, you guys were in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, which is right down the road from me, 20 minutes from me. You, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm going to tell you to you straight. You guys had the white people loving, you and that's not easy for a young male artist. You guys performed there. Looks, I guess, was the lobby. I'm not sure what it was, but you guys performed for them and they loved you. What were you guys doing there? What was that all about? Because man, they were into you. Like they were loving you. They were shouting out S-K-E. am like, oh my.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Are you regulars there? Do you go there often? Like, what were you guys um, there for?
7: Well, it was pretty much, you know, we, we move around a lot, man. We'd be city to city, just be making moves and just be meeting people. Um, that day, we just happened to, uh, you know, doing stuff. Actually, we were shooting a video that day. Um, we actually ran across mm-hmm. some people. Uh, they found out about what we was doing and stuff like that. And, um, you, know, they would, you know, they took a listen of uh, Peter Jones um, as he did uh-huh. a little performance for them. You know, they wanted a little sample of what we do, so we gave them. So they really enjoyed <laughs> everything that we was doing. Um, you know, we got, a, we got a few numbers there from the from them, and they're they looking forward to coming to our shows and stuff like that. So we're just like, oh, wow. okay, we just kind of like ran right, in, right into each other. Wow, and how awesome And it's definitely fun there, you know, with the...
0: Uh-huh. It's
2: definitely fun with the webisodes, you know, just documenting our life, you know, trial breaking as a new mm-hmm. artist from on the Rise with mm-hmm. being with myself and just documenting the daily ground of what it takes to get a label off the ground, man, and we're just giving mm-hmm. everybody the real uncut, cut, you know, right in front of your face on what it really takes mm-hmm. and what goes on behind the
3: scenes of this crazy business, you know? And that's, that's right. a great idea that you came up with. Whose idea was that? Because, you know, you guys hit on something with that to let people see your journey as you go along. Awesome idea. I like that. Well, you sure. know, well, I, it, I was, it
2: was all of us collectively, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Okay. You know, okay. as far as the idea, it was me and Trump collectively because we thought about it a while back when uh-huh. we kept procrastinating, and we was like, you know what, let's just start doing this now.
3: Now we got
0: a lot
2: of momentum, so let's just do it, you know?
3: <laughs> yeah, I love them. I, what I've seen so far, I, I love it. You guys really just come with it. It's entertaining, you know, like you said, get to see what you go through on a day-to-day basis, and they're very entertaining. I, I like them a lot, so I look forward to seeing them as they come out. Now with UQ, I
0: understand mm-hmm. you
3: started out as a prominent entertainment journalist with over twenty five hundred published articles?
1: Yep, oh, yep
3: grind heavy. All right, all right. Wow. I see, I see. Are you That's still right. freelancing as a journalist right now? Or did you give it up?
2: Yeah, right. Well, you know what? I don't do it as much as I used to, but I still freelance mm-hmm. for a few websites, maybe like a com, maybe a Hip-Hop EX, okay. and also a Hip-Hop vibe. Um I actually have an interview coming soon with wide receiver from the 49ers, Mario Manaham. That should be popping right. in about a couple of weeks, man. So, you know, you know, you know, know, I love music and all, but being a journalist is how I got my start in the industry. So I'm definitely mm-hmm. passionate about that, and I just utilize those sources to get Trial Mac popping, you
3: know? Okay, 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 okay. I love it. Now, you guys are co founders of. Too. Yeah. You're doing big things. I like it. So, you guys are co founders uh-huh. of SKE Records, and Q, I understand you handle the publicity and the day to day operation. What's a day in the life of Q, and what do you what do you have to do to keep things running with the label? You know, the whole brand. It's just being a crate.
2: Just being an aggressive businessman, you know, getting a, getting a label off of the ground is not easy. So it's good right. that you know working with somebody like Trey Mack. He's an artist that actually mm-hmm. listens and handles his business mm-hmm. musically. Because a lot of times, you know, you know, you know, trying to get a label off the ground is not easy. So. The day-to-day operations, mm-hmm. a few to questions constantly on the cell phone every day, negotiating right. deals, making sure people do their job, and you know, you know mm-hmm. how it is man, a lot of screaming and yelling over the telephone and stuff like that, <laughs> <man>. So <laughs> you know, you know, you gotta be a you gotta be a workhorse in the pit bull to get your artist popping, man, because it's not easy it's coming up in mm-hmm. this business. People want to give you to run around, never do what they're told, and you just gotta right. go hard, mm-hmm. man. And when you got an artist like Charlemagne, it's all worth it in the end, you know.
3: Right, 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 right. Well, Trell, what what do you put into your music? Is your music about your day-to-day life, you know, as you as you go about it, or do you kind of write from third person? What do you write about when you're writing? Well, yeah, well, um,
7: 2007, 2006, 2007, when I was really, um, you know, working on my first Make of the Year project, um, and also mm-hmm. 2008 in the Dynasty, it was more of just, me just rapping, just making music, you know, not really thinking too much about it. Um, but now mm-hmm. music, my music is more universal um, pretty mm-hmm. much to anybody, including myself. Uh, so I'm, I could probably make a record about me walking down the street one day if that's what inspired me in that day. Or, you know, mm-hmm. if I see someone else going through something or if I hear a certain phrase from somebody, I could just, it depends, it comes from all different areas, you know. i probably mm-hmm. listen to a um, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, CD or something like that, and then probably mm-hmm. hear something that they say, and then I just turn that little phrase into a song or whatever. So it really depends. It comes from a whole lot of things. Now I start to look, I start to look at music more differently now. Just not rap, you know what I mean? Just not rap, rap, rap all the time. It's more of um, getting other ideas from other places and really building something that's great instead of just you know mm-hmm. going in there and just writing a quick verse and then a hook. Because it's not all about right. it now. If you want to, if you want to be more appealing to a universal audience, your song's got to have a certain structure to them where everybody can enjoy it. That's
3: mm-hmm. true. True indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling you on that. Is how is Philly embracing you guys? Are you out in Philly right now doing shows, and and are you branching out into other areas doing shows? How are you getting yourself out there to the people? Well, I can speak briefly on right, that, and I'll right, let Cheryl so go other in, answer. you know.
2: So okay, you got it. Yeah, the, yeah, I would say, like, right now it feels great that now we're starting to pick up that name in the street, you know, and, and the buzz mm-hmm. is definitely getting to the next level where, you know, people recognize the SKE logo, and it's definitely getting mm-hmm. the right. top, man. It's, so it feels great as far as speaking from the SKE movement and Charlie Mack and Peter Jones. It feels great that it's starting to become recognized, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, we heard about Q and Charlie Mac. We didn't know they was from Philly. And it definitely feels great that you know the brand is finally taking off, man, and getting a lot of respect. Finally, you know, coming up in your own city, and you know, Charles could definitely explain, you know, how it feels for his behalf to be a new artist as well. You know, finally getting mm-hmm. respect in the city.
0: Mhm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
7: yeah. Cause that's that's one of the things, man. Just you know, a lot of times even before uh, you know 2012, inspired by greatness came about, uh, we was more we was more focused on online presence because that was the thing. You know, everybody know to go online and then, you know, check out for that new music. So we were just so focused on that. But we also figured out that the it's important to get love from your city and start going there really exposing yourself and meeting other people and things like that. So right. um this year this year, you know, uh, the end of twenty twelve and the top of two thousand thirteen, so now we've really been more involved with um you know, um, industry functions and being more involved and walking around the, the streets. You know, holding our camera and things like that, wearing our logos mm-hmm. and stuff around, so people could become mm-hmm. more familiar. And like you said, it's a lot of times where people will come up to me be like, "Yo, um, I see somebody with your hoodie on, or I see somebody with your shirt mm-hmm. on, or well, I recognize mm-hmm. them from somewhere." People are starting to, <laughs> <hear>.
0: um,
7: <laughs> so it's good. Uh, right now, we're um, definitely working on some shows. Man, we got a lot of groundwork to do, so we're just trying to do what's best for the team mm-hmm. and get the best opportunities possible. You know, being mm-hmm. from Philly is, is tough uh, coming up, so we're just trying to make maximize mm-hmm. what we can get, that, uh, especially our work, because we've been working very mm-hmm. hard. So, um, so right. we're we here. So we're just working and grinding waiting for the right opportunity right. to come around in our city to, mm-hmm. that's going to get us kind of brought us to that next level. But, you know, that takes time and effort, and that's what we're doing.
3: But like I said, I, I have a lot of respect for you guys because from what I've seen, everything you put out is, is professionally done. It's, it's high-quality mm-hmm. work that you put out because you have a lot of artists, young artists, old artists, whatever, trying to make their way, and you listen to what they put out, and pretty much is bull. Like it's poor quality. I mean, even down <laughs> to like your, your profile pics that you're sending in, high quality. You know, my co-host Black, he has a thing about that. He's like, you know, when people, when you're trying to do things professionally, you have to present yourself that way. Don't be sending in pics, you know, of you 20 years ago and it's all blurry. Send in, you know, that high (laughs) definition pic and you guys just, you just come correct. And I just really appreciate, I see how serious you take it. It's not just about you know, getting on and getting the same. out. you're very serious about what you're doing. I see it. I see it in the work that I've seen from you guys so far. And the SKE, you guys have in the power line, I mean, you're doing everything. I need to get one of them shirts, guys. I need an SKE shirt. Exactly I need right. one of those. You want to take care of oh, yeah, you? Yeah, you yeah, we we got We'll definitely well, take care of you? you, man. And, and, you know, All you right. You. <laughs> Well, how far do you guys plan to branch out with the SKE brand? What all do you want to do under that brand?
0: Damn.
7: It's so much. Well, say,
3: you, well, well I know,
2: you know, just for the people that's listening, you know, outside of SKE, like Trell told you, we're doing everything. And me and him just launched SKE Literature, so we're going to be dropping books as well. Wow. Yeah, so that. You
3: have a book coming out, right? Right, you. You have a book yep, coming yep, out you, soon? You have a book now coming out soon. It's no already Spanish. done. Uh, we're just working on a
2: mm-hmm. release. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah The new book is going to be called. The book will be called Cue the Question: The Secret to Speaking Spanish Fluently in Less Than a Year" under uh, under Ske
0: Literature. Wow, what? That's how, that's hard is that? <laughs> how hot
3: is that? How hot is that? All right, about. all right. Now, Trail, for you, if you can collaborate with any artist in the game right now, who would it be, and why?
7: I mean, there's a lot of guys I, I, you know, I like to collab with. Um, definitely, uh, I definitely got to say Jay-Z. I, I definitely definitely got to collaborate with him. But one guy I really, that, you know, just just broke out, man, is Kendrick Lamar. You know what I mean? I definitely want to
0: mm-hmm. be able to rock
7: with that guy at least one time. Um, definitely Drake, Wiz Khalifa, um, mm-hmm. um, it's It's a few cats, man. I definitely even uh Even Chris Brown, the singers. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
7: I can I see that. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys, um, Miguel, there's a lot of guys I definitely want to work with that could, I I feel like mm-hmm. can compliment me, um, you know, with right. my sound too. just a mixture of it. Uh so mm-hmm. I mean those are just to name a few. I mean there's a lot more, man. I'd be here
3: all night trying to name them,
7: but that's just right <laughs> few that I could touch on right away.
3: Is there a female that you would like to collab with?
0: Hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Do
0: that? <laughs> To, to tell her about Seven,
2: Trey. You know you love Seven that, uh, that work with Chris Brown. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, I can't hear the question. So? I don't
7: know if you asked me. Yeah, Seven. She's. Not, you know what? It's so crazy, man. Cause I got Chris Brown CD, so um, I can't remember uh-huh. the song that that I can't remember the song, but I think it's like one of the last songs of the album with Seven. I was like, who mm-hmm. is this girl on here that's going right. like this, man? Because her voice was just so. It was so present and it was so impeccable. I was like, damn, this girl can sing. I'm just wondering who <laughs> <over laughs> it was. Like, I know it's not Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? I, know I'm not, I like Rihanna. I do like Rihanna. But I'm like, I know it's not Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? So um, mm-hmm. I did a, I, I did some research, and I heard this some girl named Seven. So I looked her up and, you know, found out that she was working with Chris Brown. I was like, yeah, I man, that's somebody mm-hmm. else that I work with too. Yeah.
3: Okay, okay. I like that. Who are some old school artists that you like? Question is for Trail and I want to know what old school artists do you guys lie about to?
2: Well, me personally, Uh, you know, I came up on Nas,
3: Tupac, Nas, Tupac,
2: the Wu-Tang Clan, and I especially love Ghostface Killer, man. Like, growing up, Mm. I used to love Redman and Ghostface Killer, (laughs) and Redman was actually the first rap album that I bought when I was 13 years old. Uh, he mm-hmm. dropped the album called Dox the Name Two Thousand with the high record I'll Be That. So yes, Red yes. Man, Ghostface, <laughs> those were like my favorite rappers growing up. And of course, I fell in love with Nas and Jay Z as time went on. But I love mm-hmm. you can't tell me nothing about Red Man and Ghostface growing up.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's Black yeah, Boy so He yeah. Like Red Man. Yeah. Yeah,
7: that was what my about first. Trail? Uh, yeah. The Bounce Your Trail, Matt. Uh well, for those who don't know, like Tupac is like one of my favorite rappers. Ever,
0: ever, mm-hmm.
7: no matter who comes okay. out, no matter what. Uh, so I definitely wish I had the opportunity to work with him, Tupac, Big L, Big Daddy Kang. I definitely rock with those guys. Um, who else? Uh, of course, Nas. Those type of kids, I definitely love them. I, I even like Ghostface, too. Ghostface is real hot, too, so I definitely would work with them if I had the chance back then. Uh, you know, again, compliment my style and things like that. Uh, don't forget M.A. Dollar Sign, EFI, I ain't them. Um, Mace is mm-hmm. another one of my favorite rappers too, because Mace was definitely killing him at the time. So don't get it twisted. Yes. He was. Yes, he was. He was. <laughs> yes, you
0: know he was was. <laughs> the,
7: People don't know the murder Mace man. Even even when he was just the Mace the bad boy Mace man, he was just so different. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So clever with his rhyme scheme and stuff like that. So you know, mm-hmm. I'll tell you. I told. I told too. You know, as soon as we, you know, get that major budget, man, we're gonna sign ace too. <laughs> I know you that's
3: me. right. <laughs> there you go. Now do you, do you have a project out right now? Is your album yeah, out, a right now, out right or... now? Okay. Yeah, what
0: right is it called? Let them
7: know. By, we got Inspired by Greatness, Inspired by Greatness E P. It actually dropped in two thousand and twelve, but we still pushing it hard. You know, we got more videos to shoot, more visuals. Right now we got the dreams of a winner out. We got no whole MDX mm-hmm. that's out. Um definitely mm-hmm. expect more visual work from that. You know, and I also got another single that's going to be coming out soon called Got to Like You. Definitely expect that within the next two weeks, um, definitely working mm-hmm. on more material. Um, you know, me and Pete Jones actually bought the uh, – Peter Jones, another artist on our label. Um, he's also from Philly okay. and he's hot. hot mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard, but we he did the, we did the Mistreated record. Uh, we also mm-hmm. got a joint called Jesus Greetings, and we got this other mm-hmm. joint that's about to, we about to drive real soon called 321. And it's definitely mm-hmm. hot. And we also got the video coming out for that real soon. But, yeah, but okay. other than that, man, we just working. Um, We also working on Pees' Project. It's going to be coming out real soon. So it's a grind. It's a process.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, right. Now, are you guys right.
3: looking for other artists to add to your label right now? Always. Or you can tell always, where you always, are. Always, Yeah?
2: Okay. Yeah, tell they Records you com. to at Okay, yeah, business dot com, and they can always submit information to com, our new website that's up right now that we just launched this week after getting it, uh, you know, redesigned and everything. So always, awesome. you know, we're always looking for high artists, man. You know, Charles Mack is doing his thing. We got Peter mm-hmm. Jones, and we got DJ mm-hmm. YRS Jersey, but we're still looking for okay. the high talent. A label can only move forward by constantly searching for new talent to add to the roster. That's policy. This
7: is our policy. We definitely have a policy. Go to our website so you can check it out, man. Um, we do have a mm-hmm. no policy. We don't take unsolicited material, you know, because um, we get a whole bunch of junk emails and things like that. So
0: mm-hmm. it definitely
7: had to be through somebody that's, you know, probably like a manager or maybe or a lawyer mm-hmm. or something like that because we definitely serious mm-hmm. about the business. And we definitely trying to filter out. You know, we operate like a major record. Right. We, try to, we try to filter right. out all the bull crap, you know, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hey. com. check it out.
3: Again, very professional how you guys handle business. Nothing but respect for that. Love it, love it, love it. Appreciate it. All right, but I, I know you got a question for Trail and Q. What's up? But, hey, you know you've been doing pretty good, Miss P D. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> lying, just, just,
4: just chilling. But I mean, I do want to uh, just put out there. Um, you know, I think that Philadelphia is a is a big market, and I've been Oh, waiting, yeah. oh yeah. I've been waiting for the next coming. To come up and basically take over the city. I need I need y'all mm-hmm. to do it for me, man. I need I, I mean cause it. I it. I'm listening to the music, mm-hmm. you know, and it, Philly is dying for that sound. Why can't Philly be like New York? You know what I'm saying? I think it's time to take that next step. So I wanna like I want to know how you guys feel about that next step and what you're trying to do is um, you know as far as just bring Philly back to where it should be.
2: Well, from a, um, from a, this is Q speaking, by the way, but from a music perspective, you know, I definitely right. feel as though traumat got what it takes to take Philly to the top. And even oh, from yeah. a liberal mm-hmm. side, you know it's kind of disappointing that when you look at hip-hop, you say, okay, you know, Miami has Slip and Slide, Atlanta has right. Death, New York City had Rockefeller G on it, Bad Boy, um, mm-hmm. New Orleans had No Limit and Cash Money, but Philly never really had that label that just kind of, like, dominated the game, how you look at it, Cash Money out of New Orleans and mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. aftermath on the West Coast, so we feel as though we can do that with SKA. As far as you mm-hmm. know, you know, you know, you know, you know, SKE being that label to finally come out of Philly, even though some before, but to actually make it a powerhouse on a big scale. Right.
3: Exactly. Okay. Okay. Right, right. I like that. I, yeah. I think you guys definitely have what it takes to to do that, to launch that. I I can see it so very easily. And whatever we can do here, you know, at PD Radio to help push you guys along, you just let us know because you definitely have our support. We love what you guys are doing. But I think we have a caller, Black, that might want to chime in and ask a question to Q and Trail. So let's bring them in and see what they have to say. All right. PD Radio, P. D. Radio what's, what's your name? name? We... Where are you calling from? <laughs> 551, five, you're on the line. PD Radio.
8: What's good? It's Ed guys. What's going on, peoples?
3: Oh, hey, Ed on, How are you? all right. All right.
8: On? I know I haven't checked in in a while but um I'm I'm I really digging uh you know interview you got with, you got with uh with the young god man um you know okay. just keep up with the, her, you know he he's doing mm-hmm. his thing. I I went and looked up his his label and um he got some good cooking up there you know what I'm saying he's doing right. he Okay really he got, some, yes. he got some good stuff cooking and I feel him about the Philly movement I'm glad mm-hmm. that um, you know, I'm not, no disrespect to, like, you know, the people like Meek Mills and stuff, but, you know, you still got a lot of great artists out of Philly, you know what I'm saying? You got the groups, I mean, they're hitting hard. You got a lot of underground cats down there who are, like, really hitting hard, man. So
3: he can feel yeah. it
8: right in the way your music.
3: Oh, yeah. We just need that label, though, as they said. We need that major right. label to put Philly on the mat. But, yeah, a lot that's of great me. talent has come from Philly. And yeah, Trell Mac is yeah. the next best thing coming. You heard it here on P D Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> well that do you have mean, any you, you have a question, Ergasm, that you want to ask Trail Mac or Q? Yeah, do you have I a question for them? Yeah, I definitely do. What do you
8: find is the biggest hurdle you have to jump being being that you are dealing as an independent record label with the red tape as far as it goes? I mean if you get if you can if you have a major uh artist that wants to maybe do a collab with one of your independent artists, would you find it to be a little bit harder because you have to deal with the major labels?
3: Mm, great question.
8: Well, um, I
7: don't really find it as hard. I think it's really about going down there and putting out the work and just really pretty much pushing as hard as possible because once you start pushing to the limit, then people are going to really start to see you, and that's what we really realize. Um, one thing I, I noticed, um, you know, with us, we really take care of people. You know, um, when we meet, know, different people in the industry, whether it's artists, manager, anybody, you know, we always make sure that we, you know, get the connection, stay in touch, mm-hmm. with the vibe and things like that. So it definitely builds, it definitely builds upon that, you know, like I said, me and Q been grinding and, you know, once we got our manager on board, we became, um, we became, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Exposed to other opportunities and things like that. So, me being an independent artist and an independent label, of course, you're going to have mm-hmm. those hurdles you got to jump. Just, you know, that's just what's made for us to get prepared to hit that major scale because when it comes, it's going to come to the speed of light and we got to be prepared for it. So, and that's what I look at it's a as a preparation moment. You know, all these interviews that we've done with these radio stations and um, definitely getting turned down by people going to the BS and stuff like that. It's definitely building mm-hmm. up for the future, man. So when we get there, we going to know how to deal with it.
0: Right.
8: Mm-hmm. I was reading
7: something
0: okay.
8: before that was saying how um, artists, as far as music, the business business goes, have the most turn downs and the most rejections out of any job going, you know, more than any other occupation. Musicians, as far as in the record business goes, they get the most rejections, they get the most turndowns, so... I definitely appreciate you guys, you know, just keep pushing on, and I'll be checking for you, and, I'll, you know, I'll show my support. So y'all keep doing your thing. Wow. Man. That's
3: awesome. That's tough. All
0: right.
3: Oh, yeah. Eric and thank you for calling up and talking to our guest tonight. You always show so much love to us here at PD Radio. We really, really appreciate you. Thank you so much for calling up tonight.
8: No doubt. I got you. You guys please be safe, and, you know, have a good rest of the show. All,
3: All right. You right. Thank you. You're All right, Trill. We're thank you. We're winding down. Our time is almost up, but I have a question. And I have to ask this question because, you know, I've been having people hit me up online and behind the scenes. Now I'm no. that you Uh-oh. guys are in the music are in the music business and both of you. You know, are hella fine. You're, you're good-looking men, very good-looking men. Do you find you have a lot of ladies drawn to you because of what it is that you do, having a record label and, and being an artist and, and grinding the way you do? Do you have a lot of ladies coming at you? Because as soon as I put your picture up for the show, I had people online and behind the scenes like, wait a minute, who is that? They were going crazy over your pictures. Are you finding that a lot or you all kind of just low-key with it right now? Well, you know what? just gotta. You know,
2: I'm not gonna lie. You know, you know what I'm saying. You know, it, it, it comes with the territory. As long as you just know how to maintain self control and don't get distracted right. go. But it, but it's been happening. You know, now that we're getting on a quote unquote broader scale. But you just as, mm-hmm. right. as long as we just don't lose focus of what we build and man and just learn how to maintain. But we will still have our fun. Why not? I will. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good answer.
3: Yeah, but you good know what, man? Answer. It, it's
2: crazy. It, it, it
0: can.
7: Mm-hmm. You know what? You know before that, you know just. I mean, I'm, I'm just genuinely a, a cool guy, so, you know, I'm, uh, a lot mm-hmm. of chicks are already attracted to me, um, you know, in general. But it's just crazy because now it's just going at a more quicker rate. And me and Q talk, they talk about it mm. all the time. Like, damn, my God is going to hit me. Up. What the hell's going on? Like, like we already, like, <laughs> famous on the, on the low key, you know what I'm saying? But uh, right.
0: I think, you know,
7: of course, you're going to have, you're going to definitely have those ones that's, that's looking at it uh, for the simple fact that, you know, we businessmen on the mm-hmm. rise, man, we starting to be seen mm-hmm. everywhere and you know, um I'm mm-hmm. doing music, you know, a lot of a lot of females like to claim to guys that do music, um mm-hmm. sometimes. And I'm not every not every chick, but we just I'm just talking in and, and, and what I've been seeing. Um you right. know with that and you know, I mean you know how the game go but um sometimes <laughs> you gotta you gotta read between between read between the lies and, and pretty much, you know, know who to watch out for. I mean the best thing right. do have your fun, but stay as focused as possible because,
0: you know, right. once we
7: get on the road and stuff like that, it's a whole other ball game. Um oh, and, yeah. you know, my manager already told him. My manager already told him. He was like, listen, Trell, you know, I know you're going to have mm-hmm. a few people that's on the road with us, but listen, if they ain't doing their job, me, I ain't got no problem sending somebody home on the bus. I know, know that's right. They ain't go.
4: That's mm-hmm. Oh, uh, mm-hmm.
3: man. I, I live by that. You know, I mean, we can be friends, we could be cool, whatever it is, but if you're not doing your job, you got us to go. It's business. You go. You know, you, you, you have to go. keep the business at all times, seriously. So that's awesome. You guys, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Before we let you go, is there anything else that you want to put out there to the listeners that you want them to know about Trail Mac? And cue the question. I love that name, definitely. cue the question.
1: Definitely.
3: I <laughs> appreciate
7: man. it. Appreciate it. Um, definitely, man. Um Like I said, again, inspired by Greatest EP, i right now going strong. Uh, more visual work coming from the EP, so definitely keep a lookout on that. Definitely, um, the next artist on the rise from SKE other than myself is Peter Jones. Definitely look mm-hmm. him up on skerecords.com. dot com. We out here with the I just want to say mm-hmm. thank you for the support, playing the records, and showing me and Q the question. Some love. We definitely gonna be back to the show. Definitely gonna hook you up with All the records right. and definitely keep oh, rocking with us. We gonna keep rocking with y'all. Love, no it, job, love, it.
0: No love it, love
3: it, love you guys. You guys definitely have a home here, so whatever you have coming out, just shoot it to us. is a done deal. A done deal here. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. And like I said, same thing Trail Mac said.
2: I really appreciate you for taking out the time, you know, to show us some love. If y'all ever need some more drops, you know, we could go ahead and bang those out for y'all whenever y'all need. And just thank you right. for really supporting our dream. I love it. Really supporting the SK movement. And tonight uh-huh. the video is coming soon. Cue the question for 321 featuring Trail Mac and Peter Jones.
3: Oh, man, about. I'm ready for that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I look out for that. Okay. You guys, thank yep. you so much for joining us tonight. We appreciate you. Like I said, we support you, everything you're doing. Keep it up. You guys are going to do major, major things. I see it. So we got to give it up, Black. we got to give it up for Trail Thank you. The question. Appreciate it. <laughs> CD Radio, it you going? guys, have a good night. And we look out for that good. video. Oh, yeah. Tonight, I'm going to send a you <laughs> the link as soon as it drops. All right. I love it. All right, you guys. Be blessed. All right. All right. Be Bye-bye.
4: easy, baby. All right. <laughs>
3: All right, that was Q the Question and Trail Mac on PD Radio. Great interview, great interview. I enjoy those guys a lot. And right before them, we had author Untamed talking about her novel, Never Again No More, and Never Again No More Part 2 is coming out very, very soon, so you guys make sure you check that out. Black, it was another great show. Did you enjoy yourself tonight?
4: It was nice and smooth, flawless. And I, like I said, I just, a hey, I I love the, the guests. And for those artists trying to, you know, make a come up, you need to, you know, make sure you look at the right people and, you know, try to get your blueprint. You want to be professional. These mm-hmm. brothers are professional. So check They're out their website. And mm-hmm. You can learn something. You know what I mean? Just even if it's just mm-hmm. about how you present yourself, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, make sure you mm-hmm. do that.
3: Yeah, don't get it twisted. Like I said, they are very good-looking young men, but don't get it twisted. They are about their business, seriously. So, and that's how you have to be if you want to get ahead. You know, gotta be about your business. So, I want to shout out again, Ergasm, for calling up and asking a question to Trail and Q. That was awesome. Ergasm always shows so much support to the show, and just all you guys. You know, we really appreciate you tuning in every week. You guys have made us. Who we are, PD Radio, you love us, we love you. It's a it's a beautiful feeling. It's a beautiful feeling. I want to shout out That's the whole right. six-man radio team. Everybody is doing great. All the shows are popping. It's just a great organization to be a part of. And, Black, I need to thank you. I need to let the listeners know, too, Black. Now, y'all know okay. Black, tried to, Black tried to take, you know, credit for the music picks on the show in the past. And I ain't let that go down Every song you heard in the past was all picked by me Okay, I just want to make that known But tonight Not only did black Spin the records He picked the (laughs) records, so every song you heard tonight (laughs) was a pick by Black, so I let him spin the records and pick the records tonight. Black, you're awesome. I'm messing around. I joke around with you a lot, but you already know. You're awesome. You're a great co-host. You do your thing behind the scenes. I appreciate you, your graphics for the show, how you put things together for the show. Thank you
4: so very much. My pleasure, my pleasure. I wanted to spin it down. I know it's been a, a crazy weekend, so I just wanted to tone mm-hmm. it down a little bit, something smooth for people to just mellow out too, you know, get through the week. We got hump day coming up and uh, you know, <laughs> just uh take it easy. So mm-hmm. oh I got a uh shout out too for um uh-huh. of course, you know, the day one fam, everybody in the All conglomerate. Right. And um uh-huh. I wanna uh we do have a uh a song that I wanna play at the end of the show for uh Doctor No. So
3: Oh yeah special
4: request. So we're gonna do that for him. Um, in just a few <laughs> moments, so bring it That's out. That's right.
3: Well, we won't do that right now because our time is up for the night. So right now,
4: Let's
3: do it. PD Radio, we out. This is a special song just for you, Dr. Mel, PD Radio.
4: PD Radio, baby.
5: Reminisce for a spell, or shall I say, think back yeah. 22 years ago to keep it on track. Uh-huh. The birth of a child on the 8th of October. Like a toast when my granddaddy came sober. Count all the fingers and the toes. Now I suppose your the little black boy grows yeah. 18 yeah. years younger than my mama. But I really got beatin' because the girl love trauma. Yeah. In single parenthood, there rock stood. By the time she was 21, had another one. Yeah. This one's yeah. a girl. Right. Let's name a Pam. Same father as the first, but you don't give a damn. Right. Irresponsible for. Not thinking, yeah. Papa said chill, but the brother keep winking. Silly uh-huh. won't down, you would tear out your hide. Uh-huh. On your side while the baby us slide, uh-huh. but Mama got wise to the game. Uh-huh. The youngest uh-huh. of five kids, hun, here it is. Yeah. After yeah. ten years without no spouse, yeah. Mama's getting married in the house. Word. Listen, Word. positive over negative, for the woman a master. Uh-huh. Mother queens rise in the chapter. Yeah. J'chavo, yeah. tell you what I'm gonna do, do when they reminisce over you, my god. My god.
3: No, no. I hate when somebody say they're making back mac, back.
4: Who's that? What? What was that? Macaroni <laughs> <laughs> and cheese. Who's that? That's another one. Oh, 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 you don't put that clip out. It's gonna be on
0: next show. I said,
3: I said that's macaroni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs>